Brian threw his book bag, keys, and motorcycle helmet on the kitchen counter as he walked past. Mom turned from the sink. Soapy water dripped from her hands as she reached for a towel. He knew the look on her face, distant and sad. She knew something, and whatever it was, he most likely wouldn't like it. She picked up an envelope from the counter and handed it to him. Her voice caught, I'm so sorry, honey. Brian's hands shook as he pulled the sheet of paper from the envelope. His ears rang and heat flushed into his face. We regret to inform you that due to uncontrolled platelet counts related to your idiopathic thrombocytopenia purpura, your medical certificate has been revoked. Please return any tickets to Federal Aviation Administration, Aerospace Medical Certification Division, AAN 300, Cami Building, 6500 South MacArthur Boulevard, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73169. He threw the paper on the counter, grabbed his helmet and keys, and stormed out the door. Somewhere, his mind registered Mom's voice calling after him. But all Brian could think was he had to get out of there. At first, he just rode, not even mindful of where he was. Nothing but the growl of the engine, the vibration of the pavement beneath him, and the rhythmic swirl of wind as it whipped past him. Eventually, Brian stopped at the marina overlooking the wide sprawl of the upper Missouri River before it reached Gavin's Point Dam. He parked the bike and wandered out to sit. The cool breeze brushed against his hair as he stared out over the water and surveyed the Nebraska bluffs on the other side. The thought flashed across his mind that it wouldn't take much to let the rushing water pull him under and drown what remained of his soul. They can't take flying away from me. It was all that kept him going through the bleeding, the chemo, with all the horrible side effects, knowing that for those precious few hours he'd soar with the eagles. His dad was a pilot. So was his mom. His oldest brother Dana had left home for the Air Force when he was in second grade. It isn't fair. He absentmindedly picked up a rock and tossed it a few times in his hands then threw it as hard as he could into the river. His eyes stung with tears, but even alone, he refused to let them fall. Brian took in a deep breath. He knew where to go, the only place in the world he could go. By the time he reached the Springfield airport, darkness had already fallen. His headlight cut a deep cone into the moonless night. Brian slid the corrugated steel hangar door open and caressed the side of the plane as he approached the cockpit door. He reached inside, turned the master switch on, and flipped a couple of switches on the dashboard. Behind him, the runway lights turned on. Two long rows of white cut the surrounding cornfield in a swath. He walked out to the airstrip and sat in the center of the asphalt runway and stared into the distance. Brian had no idea how long he'd been there nothing but the gentle breeze rustling the cornstalks when movement disturbed the air. Dad patted his shoulder as he sat down beside him. His deep voice softened. You can't keep a good pilot down. Brian scoffed. Tell that to the FAA. Dad shook his head and laughed. Not like I've ever known you to follow the rules. This time I might have to. Dad's big palm clapped his shoulder again. You'll beat it. If anyone can find a way, it will be you. 
I'm cursed. We hoped one day I'd outgrow it, and I'd be normal. Now I'm older, and things keep getting worse.